200 accredited courses and more than 1,000 videos, the Police One Academy is a powerful online solution that provides department training programs with features that reduce time spent on records and policy management, credential tracking, and more. It is law enforcement training made simple and effective. For more information and to get a 30-day trial, visit www.policeoneacademy.com forward slash policing matters. Hello, and thank you for clicking, and thank you for listening to Policing Matters, the Police One podcast. I'm Doug Wiley. Hey, this is Jim Dudley. Hey, Jim. Uh, two very high-profile active shooter incidents in the span of just two days, one in Dayton, Ohio, one in El Paso, Texas, um, back in August. Um, it's reignited discussions about the threat of individuals conducting mass murder. And, you know, also in late August, I should point out, Three different agencies um, prevented mass attacks. One was in Connecticut, one was in Florida, one was in Ohio. Um, three men were arrested uh, in the span of two days <laughs> at, um, because citizens had said something to uh, law enforcement, uh, whether it was local or the FBI, saying this person's made threats, they said something on social media, they sent a text message. Um, these active killer incidents um, seem, they're, they're not common, but they seem common. And because of the media coverage of them, uh, it's far more common to get into a traffic collision, for example. Hmm. It's far more common to, uh, to, to drown than to be shot and killed in a mass murder. But the media coverage of them is extraordinary. It's, it's, it's wall-to-wall. It's 24-7. It, and, and here's where you and I have had the same thought for a really long time. Um, it's hyping these events. It's almost glorifying these events by accident, or maybe not by accident. Um, and, you know, so the, the widespread coverage of them, what you find is the, um, the people who are prone or susceptible to violent acts, they see these and go, that's my moment of fame. That's my 15 minutes. I want to get the high score. Okay, so the guy in Las Vegas had X number. I'm going to get more than that. Mm-hmm. The guy in Gilroy had so many. I'm going to get more than that. Um, it's it, it, it. There's a website. There's a movement. There's an effort um, that you and I both subscribe to, which is called Don't Name Them. And it's don'tnamethem.org. I encourage you to go check it out. Um, it urges the media and, frankly, law enforcement and during briefings to to minimize the name of the offender and maximize the names of the victims. What are your thoughts on the Don't Name Them project? Okay, Daniel Faulkner, do you know who he is? No. Daniel Faulkner was killed, Philadelphia police officer conducting a traffic stop in 1981, a year after I started my career in policing with the San Francisco Police Department. And it struck me that uh, a lot of people know the name Many, many more people know the name of his killer than Officer Faulkner. And um, Officer Faulkner was shot and killed by an individual who has gained fame, international uh, international recognition. He has written books. He has broadcast from his cell on death row. Now I know who you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Uh, don't say his name. Uh, of course not. So... Um, you know, I think that's the way we should go. We should remember the victims. We should remember 
police officers killed in the line of duty, not glorifying the idiots that pulled the trigger. And, um, you know, that may be one factor in decreasing somebody's chances of going full-on active shooter in order to gain notoriety or fame. So I want to give um, kudos to the don'tnamethem.org, uh, the alert uh, Texas State University, the Advanced Law Enforcement Rapid Response Training uh, Group at uh, Texas State University, the I Love You Guys Foundation, and the FBI. And they all say that uh, we should avert and shift focus away from the shooter to the victims, um, I think it's a good one. Like you say, we followed this um, credo for a long time now, yeah. and and we often omit the names, almost always omit the name of the shooter. And um, you know, the reasoning behind these shooters, uh, you know, a lot of these guys are single males, uh, mid twenties, mid twenties, no identity, uh, marginalized by society. Um, at some point, I'd love to talk about incels, the the uh, involuntary celibates that that many of these are, mm -hmm. that uh, are these lonely guys uh, who are largely invisible, and and so in their act of uh, vengeance, uh, why should we turn them into um, recognized people? We shouldn't. Yeah, and you know. We know we won't name them, but we can, we all know in our heads. If you think back to Virginia Tech, you know the name of the guy. Yeah. If you think back to uh, Columbine, you know the name of the kids. Yeah. If you, we all know these names, and it's really, really a shame. It's it's a terrible, terrible um, injustice to the victims and the families of the victims and the friends of the victims, um, and even the venues. You know we. The, the, the venues where these things have happened, you know, the Gilroy Garlic Festival will now always be associated with that event that happened. Right. Um, and, the you know, the, the all you have to do is say Las Vegas and the Mirage and you all everyone's going to know. Mm -hmm. But we don't know the names of of the of the, the people who were killed or importantly, the people who performed heroic acts to save lives. Um, I wish I could remember uh, the name of the guy who s literally stole a pickup truck and took people to the hospital in Las Vegas. I can't remember his name. And mm. that's a terrible, terrible shame. Yeah, he you should know, be a hero. He's, he is a hero. He's absolutely no question about it. He should it. be he's a recognized hero. hero. He's, right. Um, for, for many years, um, having written for this website and others, uh, I actually have a phrase that I use. Um, the assailant, whose name merits no mention in this space... And then I go on and tell the story of what happened. Yeah, merits no mention. Right. I want to minimize. I want to. I want to create. I want to create them to be the villain, the real villain. But the mainstream media they they make their they make their hay on you know clicks, the sensationalizing of these events. Um, and you know, to your point, you know, the, uh, the officer in in Pennsylvania who was killed in uh, 1981, they didn't. The, the reporting wasn't on him. You know, it was on it were it was initially, but in every year subsequent to that up to this day, yep. it's on the killer. Right. Um and it's 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 constant. <laughs> like every yep. couple of months we have another article on this crime. Right, right. Um or a, a, a TV segment or a bit. Um NPR covers him all the time. Bumper stickers. Yes. Yeah. So I mean it's 
uh, it's not just the mass killers. It's it's not just the cop killers. It's the people who are conducting these heinous acts yeah. who are getting their names in the paper. They're, if they live through the experience, they're sitting in jail waiting for trial, reading about themselves. Oh, that's a terrible, terrible, awful thing. Right. Uh, they, they, and the, but the, but the mainstream press, again, they sell advertising around and they get clicks around making sure that this narrative continues. Right. You know, no, there's a there's a movie that just came out by another anti cop uh, Hollywood type who we won't name, who we won't name, who glorifies uh, an act by someone that we all know that, uh, you know, if we asked uh, on the street if they could name this person, I'd say nine out of ten people could name the individual. So, I mean, to this date, we, we glorify these individuals. Uh, somebody's making money on their names. Um, you know, I, I challenge politicians to say that any money named, uh, any money made in the name of these notorious killers should go to the victims fund. Yeah, uh, I have a couple of other requests as we kind of get out of Dodge here. Um, the media, I want to ask the media, please stop conflating mass killings with gun control. Please, 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 please. They're unrelated issues. Um, Emphasize the police response. The one thing that I can say positively about some of the mainstream media following um, uh, 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 Las Vegas and following the the murder of four officers in Dallas was really being praised, praising the law enforcement response and praising the citizen response because that those stories are that's what for me that's what it's all about yeah um it's you know the really amazing heroic things that people do in the aftermath of such a thing or during such an event i want the media to be more focused on those things be more focused on the victims tell their stories over and over make sure that they're famous um don't sensationalize the body count don't make the number the story it's not Hmm. it's the lives that is the story because the number is just going to cause someone to go I want a bigger number. That's just all it's going to do. Yeah. Uh, uh, there, there's no, there's no decent reason to continue to drum on the number, other than that. Yeah, I think I think it's it would be wise to to tell people to go to the website um, and take a look at some of the stories. Um, there's a there's a, st- a story, an interview with uh, Sherry Towers, a physicist at Arizona State University who studied the contagion effect of mass yeah. shootings yeah. and said it's a thing. Um, they go into entirety of her interview, but she stresses that, and she's a little pessimistic that freedom of the, the press, the First Amendment says that they can say whatever they want to say, essentially. And they will, no doubt, not only give the name, but give as much of a profile, go back and do a history, talk to neighbors, um, and, and do a study. Because America, uh, the public is fascinated with these people because there's that fear of the unknown. What, what makes them tick? Why do they do it? And, and we try to, to understand why. Um, you know, we, we've got to get away from that and, and just assume that they are the acts of madmen. And, and when yeah. people say that um, without a diagnosis, you cannot say that the shooter is crazy. But again, not Dr. Dudley, but if you're killing 500 people, if you're shooting kindergartners in the face... You're a madman. Yeah. Yeah. 
It doesn't doesn't require medical school to uh, to analyze and assess that a person who does the heinous act like that is sick, is 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 troubled, is has problems. Um, you know, it, the 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 really frustrating thing about all of this is that at the end of this podcast, at the end of the day, it's not going to stop. We can say all day long. We could we could talk for twenty more minutes and plead with the mainstream media to not name them but you know the, the information is public it's public record um you know the the police do have to issue a one statement this is who did it this is what happened this is what just a one statement but to continually in subsequent news you know uh, press interviews to continually use the person's name no don't do that no we can control that part and you won't hear it here you won't hear it here but so we can encourage law enforcement to at least play its own part in don't name them. And in your press briefings, in your documentation, you, all you need to do is make that name uh, and identity uh, uh, available one time. You don't need to revisit that assailant's name ever again. What do you think about the Don't Name Them project? Uh, have you been to the website? Please do go to don'tnamethem.org. Um, print out some of the literature. As Jim said, there's some really interesting stories there, some studies there. Uh, print that stuff out. Bring it to leadership. Bring it to your PIO and make them aware of this, uh, this really laudable effort to uh, maximize the visibility of the victims and minimize the visibility of the assailants. Send us an email to policingmatters at police1.com. That's policingmatters at police1.com. Thank you again for listening.